The Air Force is pushing toward greater diversity and inclusion. The effort is focusing on its most visible employees, namely its pilots. The service found it's been recruiting the same type of flyers for decades, and now the brass say it'll be better off bringing in a wider variety of backgrounds. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni spoke with a strategist at the Air Force Education and Training Command, Lieutenant Colonel Jet Oboho. The Air Force's Rated Diversity Improvement Strategy is a flight plan to get after diversity within our rated ranks. And when we say diversity, we mean looking at the, the aspects that bring variety to the force. So we're talking life experiences, we're talking geographic, socioeconomic backgrounds, culture, education, language, spiritual perspectives. And we've got the big three, if you will, that can be used as shorthand, which are usually gender, racial, and ethnic diversity. And so one of the goals of rated diversity is using those aspects to achieve the war fighting imperative of the Air Force. So we realize that diversity gives us the ability to look at complex uh, problems with varied aspects and perspectives and get after that solution. And so with the, R- with the rated diversity improvement, or what we shorthand call RDI, the goal with this is how do we now leverage diversity within the force in order to achieve that warfighting goal and maintain the preeminence we have as the world's greatest air force. Could you tell me a bit about what the makeup of the pilot corps is right now? Is it predominantly white male or you know what, what are you kind of missing right now? So right now the pilot corps is predominantly white male. What we are missing is when we do a comparison between our rated ranks and when we say rated ranks we're talking pilots combat system operators, air battle managers, navigators, and remotely piloted uh, piloted aircraft pilots. So we look at that aspect of the makeup of the force and we compare that to the demographics that are propense to serve, we see that we do not reflect that. That is our goal, is to reflect the demographics of the population that are propense to serve. So right now we are heavily weighted towards white males and that's the goal is to try to change that dynamic. And what are some of the things that you're going to be looking into to implement this plan? For example, maybe systemic issues within the the way that pilots are trained that might discount uh, some other races or genders or things like that. So the way that we approach this, uh, we kind of call it the holistic approach to solve and rated diversity. It encompasses kind of what you alluded to. But we have three goals that we start with that is the overarching umbrella for RDI. So first, we want to make sure we attract and recruit the best talent within that propensity from those diverse backgrounds to cultivate what we're searching for, which is that high-performing, innovative Air Force reflected the best our nation has to offer. Our second goal is to then develop and retain the best air crews, so making sure that while we reduce barriers for people to come in, that we're never lowering standards and we're retaining the best diverse air crew we can keep and harnessing that diversity in what we're calling that force multiplier that's a warfight imperative for us to maintain our advantage. And then the third goal is to optimize diversity using data-driven approaches to making sure that we are not just saying, hey, this is what we would like to do, but we're actually taking a good analysis at the metrics and the data to go, are the efforts that we're getting after driving a return on investment and moving that needle so that the demographics of the rated force starts to max demographics of that propensed force that we're aiming for. How will you know that you have success? You know, you talked about this data. You know, obviously you can't have quotas. That's that's illegal. But how are you going to say, you know, five years down the road, you know, I think that this is this is working. We're talking about goals and getting after things that we believe aligns with what benefits the Air Force as a as we alluded to earlier, that diversity is a warfight imperative. 
I think when we look at it in the long term, we know this is going to take a while for those demographics of our rated force, which we previously talked about being predominantly white male, to start to reflect the population, the U.S. population. So that is the end state. That is the, if we look further down the road, that will be our best indicator of knowing that what we're doing is moving the needle. We know that's going to take a while, so we have kind of our short-term metrics and short-term goals in that we are making sure we increase the number of outreach events. We're looking at the demographics for who's getting selected as pilots coming out of our sources of commissions, such as uh, the Reserve Officer Training Corps, the United States Air Force Academy, and our officer training school. So we have metrics that we're looking at to go, how do we ensure that the efforts we're taking are actually driving the needle? But our end state goal is what we talked about earlier to make sure we start to reflect the population. For us to do that, that's where those outreach events come in, to go out to underserved areas to make sure that our underrepresented groups between females, African-Americans, Asians, Hispanics, realize that there is opportunity for them in the Air Force and for us to show them those early exposure opportunities so they are propensed and willing to join our service. What sort of ideas went behind the implementation of this, you know, saying this is what we think will work versus trying some other sort of tactic to reach out to these sorts of people? I usually tell people it's an iterative process to get after what we are calling the root cause. There have been numerous studies conducted by the Air Force and by other uh, entities such as RAND to look at diversity and find initiatives. So we kind of, if I'd like to say we're standing on the shoulders of those who came before us and that we know there were things before that worked as far as increasing early exposure opportunities. When we talk about people wanting to be pilots, we know that if we go out to kids at a young age and we expose them to aviation and show them this is something they can do and we give them the opportunity to fly in airplanes in high school, we know they're more likely and they're more propensed to be interested in aviation with those same exposures with the military for them to be more exposed and more propensed towards joining the military. So some of those ideas that we've used in other fields and also working with our civilian partners, uh, we know the airlines are also interested in getting after rated diversity, not just the Air Force. And so for the ideas that went to develop in the strategy, it was kind of a whole of government, whole approach to look at the holistic cradle to the grave to make sure that these lines of efforts that we have will actually generate impact in moving the needle in our diversity initiatives. Could you just speak a little bit to what diversity does to the Air Force? How does this help with readiness, with innovation, and and those sorts of things? Diversity is a warfighting imperative. Diversity brings us the best talent, the best skill. It gives us the best potential. It gives us the ability to look at the problem for multiple solutions. It helps us avoid our blind spots. The innovative potential in diversity is huge. When we talk about the demographics of the U.S. and what we alluded to with demographics of our rated core currently being predominantly white male, that means that the other demographics not represented, their ideas are not coming to the forefront. And we're starting to see that we're lacking different approaches to a problem. And so if we look at the geopolitical situation as it changes, it's very important to us to make sure that all the valid ideas available within our great nation are used to solve this. And so hands down, diversity is a warfight imperative for us to bring all the ideas necessary to solve the complex problems that we are now experiencing. Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Jet Obaho, strategist at the Air Education and Training Command, speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Mossione. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.